I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, well, shall we start? Have we already started? Are you recording? Yeah. Oh, wig. It's so weird not being there in person because I don't know when you've started. Uh, you could yeah. be collecting evidence for a civil suit against me for, like, bullying. That's actually exactly what I'm doing. It's also, That's how the law works, right? Definitely that feels. Based on the TV that I've seen, that's accurate. Exactly. It's the way the teachers at school shouldn't be saying, do the five. Do, ask them to stop, and if they don't stop, tell a teacher. And then if they don't switch up over to talk to the hand, you know, they should just say sue them. <laughs> that seems like the best way to uh, end all arguments. Exactly. What is the four? I think it's like four. Oh, I it's honestly like, have no idea. Tell, what ask them to stop. About. When someone you're being bullied at school in primary school, they used to say like, "Follow these five steps." Yeah, like, one, tell them to stop. If they don't stop, tell them to stop again. And then if they don't stop, tell the teacher. And then if they still don't stop, tell the teacher again. No, there was definitely no five sure steps to success at my schools. Okay, I'm, you know, I just remembered what the actual, the actual one is, no hat, no play, no fun today. That is a completely separate thing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yes, did you we, have no hat no hat no play no fun today yes we did have that i think every school in australia has that one <laughs> okay well title of it no hat no play no fun today anyway hi maddie uh, hi nick <laughs> how's it going what a way to start i agree good we really straight into the discourse there yeah i'm good i have so many things to talk about today all of them are personal. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Juicy. Oh, yeah. I love some juicy juicy. Speaking when of I juicy, sing... did you see that Harry Styles just um finally officially confirmed what the song Watermelon Sugar is about? Like literally like a few hours ago. No. Is it about eating pussy? Because we've been new. It's about the female <laughs> orgasm. <laughs> what did he say? What words did he want to do exactly? Because that's hilarious. The female orgasm. Is that what he, he said? He said it's about the sweetness of, of fruit. And then he said, well, okay, fi- well, just to say it finally, that it's, yes, it's about the female orgasm. Iconic. Which I'm not sure how that works. Logistic, like, how do you taste an orgasm? You can taste the, ejac- like, females don't ejaculate. Yeah, they Is do. talking about the squirty squirty? No, they do. It's what just do not. ejaculate? They, they do. It's just not the same. <laughs> <laughs> but, like. Like, there's... Okay, mum, close your ears. Don't listen to us talk about no, this. No, okay, I don't try to do Okay, fine. But yes, they do in their own... It's like, obviously, it's not exactly the same, but... Okay, well, Harry just loves to lap that shit up. <laughs> that was literally like a line in a fic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> well, if I okay. go to your account, I'm surely going to find those exact words on a fanfic of you that you wrote. <laughs> um, specifically a Harry Styles fic, obviously. That's 
<laughs> exactly. It's called Lapdog. Wow, that is beautiful. And yeah, I'm going, surprise I'm winning. Never I'm seeing sure. heaven. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I'm not seeing them pearly gates, hun. <laughs> oh god. Wow. Anyway. Oof, uh, this is a lot. The elephant in the room this week. Right. Yeah, elephant in the room that we're not together. We've already like disgusted every single person that listens. Yeah, it's and really now true. We're doing elephant in the room. <laughs> if there are any listeners left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I okay. mean, look, okay, no. The elephant in the room this week, I, yeah, yeah, it's that we're not together. It's also that we missed last week because uh, yeah. good old Nick needed a break. Fair, fair. Sometimes we just be needing that <laughs> rest time. Exactly. And that arrest time. Because our girl Maddie here has been arrested multiple, multiple times. times. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us what those charges were? Uh, repeat yeah. offender. S- sorry, repeat offender. Did you say? Yeah. yeah. Um. Obviously, most of them included public indecency. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I did know. Yeah. You were on all of the local newspaper front pages. Exactly. Buck naked. Buck naked. Yeah. Speaking of buck. Oh, I haven't watched any of it yet. Yeah, no meaning of that because it hasn't aired in Australia. Oh, okay. All right. Well, And what am I going to do? Watch it online? No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm really, I really... I can't wait. Honestly, Chicago Fire, this is one of the one things I wanted to talk about today with Chicago Fire, but today I finally, I think I've reached my breaking point. I'm halfway through an episode and something ridiculous just happened and I'm like, no, I'll just watch 911 again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, wait. Catch people up on what <sighs> pushed you to the breaking point so far. So on Chicago things. Fire, how many seasons have you watched? I'm on the third one. I'm like 10 episodes into the third episode, third season. It's been like a week. It's been like a week and a half. <laughs> you are fucking crazy. Yeah, it's look, I have a lot of time when I'm just sitting at a desk, you know? <laughs> so yeah. what else am I going to do? <laughs> this um, is fair. Yeah, no... Look, so many things have happened that it's actually difficult to summarize them all. But, you know, like, okay, for example, my favorite character who was a lesbian died. And I say, I add in the lesbian thing because she died. The queer one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Wasn't it um, Chloe from Lucifer? It was. Yeah. Yeah. Rip. <laughs> it's really true. And it actually happened super abruptly too. It's like, and oh. yeah, I know it was super weird. Um, and then what else happened? Oh, um, there, <laughs> there was a plot line where one of the male characters was accused of sexual mm-hmm. harassment. Um, but we saw mm-hmm. like the actual scene where he was with the lady where she accused, yeah. like, like where it all kind of apparently went down and he definitely did not harass her. He was the one who was like, oh, no, we shouldn't do this. I'll take you to the door, whatever. 
And then, like, two days later, she's filed this harassment claim against him. And it's, like, it's just, like, a five or six episode mm-hmm. arc because it, like, keeps getting escalated. And anyway, and that was really – that was annoying to do this whole, like, oh, my God – Women just claim false sexual harassment all the time and it ruins men's lives. Yeah. That was not good. <laughs> yeah. You know. They're telling the wrong story there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think I... Yeah. No, the, and then there was that rape plot line the season after with that guy. The what? Same, yeah. The same guy um, who was accused of sexual harassment. It was his sister was raped by this guy who kidnapped her because he was trying to get back at the main guy. So that was also a fucking schmuzzle. Oh my god. I know, I know. Yeah, that's, anyway. That's very much that um that trope where it's the female characters suffer to push forward the male plot lines. Pretty much. That's also I can't remember exactly what it's called, but it has a name. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's also <laughs> low-key exactly what happened with Shay, the lesbian character who died. That's what happened there, too, because she was best friends. Why are you with the same guy? Stop. It was with the same guy, Kelly. And they were is best that f- which character? Which what, which actor is that? Uh, what, I don't know what his name is. Not is it the, Lady Gaga's ex-fiance? I don't know. The guy. Taylor, uh, Taylor Kinney or something? Actually, I think it is, yeah. I think that's his name. That might be very off. It's Ta- Taylor Swift. Taylor Lautner. No, I, Taylor's. I think it might be Kinney. Um, yeah, anyway, yeah, and he is so she died at the beginning of this season, season three, episode one. And we are now I'm on episode oh. ten, I think. Yeah, super weird. Um and he's like he's been processing his grief and it's all about him like growing as a character because oh my he's God. real I know, I know. I was like, Oh, get fucking wrecked. This is ridiculous. What was the thing that happened today? I don't even remember. Yeah, in the show that made me go, this is too... Oh, I remember what it was. <coughs> so the 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 main hot guy, the guy from House, Jesse Spencer, yes. he is yes. engaged to another lady who used to be a, a paramedic and is now training to be a firefighter. And okay, she's she's on the same like truck as him and he's the lieutenant. So he's the one who's kind of in charge. And there was like some really weird stuff. Yeah. There's, happening because they were like oh we're engaged and it's probably weird if she comes on truck but then obviously they want to keep her on the show so they made it happen (laughs) and but obviously there's been like some weird power dynamics all around that and then they've just had a fight in the last episode which is ongoing to this episode and the thing that happened that Mm -hmm. made me go this fucking sucks is that he's gotten really drunk blackout and then has now woken up in the house of some random lady and the implication is that he's cheated on his fiance. I, I probably I don't think that's what's happened. But even the fact that they're just like pretending it did, it's too much. I'm out. <laughs> well, uh, well, I have so okay. I there's a similar plot line on Station 19, obviously, because a huge part of drama television is power Romance. dynamic, like <laughs> yeah. boss and subordinate relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, something similar happens on Station 19, but they actually like explore that and the consequences of that over mm. like an entire season interesting well no i think kind of what they've more explored because they got together when she was still a paramedic and so they weren't even like they were in the same house but they weren't working together in any way she was in charge of her own thing and he obviously was in charge well, of how is she thing. allowed to join that firehouse well they well she apparently it's only not allowed if you're actually married um but they were all like oh no she's gonna join a that different- should be the only reason it is allowed 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess. I, well, I feel like <laughs> because they're generally like, oh, pff, people break up all the time. Who cares? I don't know. Anyway, um, and then she was trying to find a, like a candidate spot in an, a few different houses, but then everything was closed and they were like, oh, mm. we don't have a candidate. So we, Because, by the way, the last candidate who was a female committed suicide, that was because of her dad. Me about that, that. Was, that was a lot. Anyway, um, yeah, and so they needed a new candidate, so they put her on as, God. as yeah, and ugh, anyway, anyway, I could I genuinely talk about this for hours, but it's actually so boring. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think in the 17 seasons of Grey's Anatomy I've watched, I don't think there's been any lead character that has um, attempted suicide or commit suicide. I can't think of any. And I, feel I watched like... seven seasons, and I don't think I remember that. Which I find interesting because it's not like <laughs> it's not like Grey's Anatomy is um, uh, generally like wary of what wary of what uh, storylines they tell and what's going to be harmful or not. But yeah, interesting. I feel like they are maybe more cautious or more socially conscious, I guess, of what's an okay story to tell and what's one, what's something that's going to harm more people than it helps. Does that make sense? Yeah, it definitely does. I think, I don't know in my main issue with these is not even so much the plots that happen, even though they're ridiculous. And when you put them all together, it's like, what the fuck? But it's more Mm. like the way that they're handled and the way that they're written. It's like, okay, there was an acceptable way to talk about this topic. And then there was an unacceptable way to talk about this topic. And you consistently are choosing the unacceptable way to talk about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Ugh. I do know. That's, um, uh, just this week, Paramount Plus has added every season of FBI and it's two spinoffs. Interesting. And, um, they're going to be adding them weekly, like, as the US has them, like, it's, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, maybe I should watch FBI. It sounds kind of fun, like, kind of, um, somewhere between Chicago Fire and 911 in the quality and quantity-wise kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so I Googled it, and I was so hyped to watch it, and it's all executive produced by Dick Wolf. Uh, don't do it. But <laughs> it is on a different network. Interesting. Still so I'm like, maybe... It. Maybe the network asks for something a little, little bit different. Yeah. Well, see, Probably I just, not. I don't, I genuinely don't understand. Like, so Chicago Fire has nine seasons. Ninth season has just finished airing and whoever produces so that, I don't even know who it is. They've already ordered three more seasons of the show. So it's like. Yeah, I think it's an NBC. Crazy. And then mm. all of the other shows are still going as well. I think there's like four spinoffs and I'm genuinely like. Yeah. And then well, okay. Wait. SBU. Six or seven seasons of Chicago Med. Yeah. No, Chicago PD. Yep. And then there's like six seasons of Chicago Med. Yep. And then I think they're doing Chicago Law. Yeah, Chicago Law is a thing and it's ongoing still. Um, There was a Chicago Justice and that only went one season. That's the only one that's been cancelled. But Chicago Law is still going. Oh. Yeah. What's the difference between Chicago Justice and Chicago Law? Uh, I think... The law is like their actual like 
lawyers out in the open, whereas the justice one, they were in the justice department working for the attorney general. Oh, who wants to see that? <laughs> no one. That's why it was cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> the only appropriate, sh- the only show that it's acceptable for people to do that is in The Good Wife. Fair. And that's because it's like actual scathing social commentary. <laughs> Truth. And they Truth. actually use it as a a way to, uh, you know, quote unquote, expose them. Loved that. That's a great show. You haven't watched The Good Wife. Oh, I was talking about the other one then. The Good Fight, the spin-off. Yeah, that was good. Well, not the spin-off, the sequel, I guess. <laughs> I haven't watched the latest season of The Good Fight. I've got to... It, Me either. It's one of my favourite shows. I might actually... I think the I only watched The Good Wife is so seasons. fucking good. Oh, really? That's what you should have watched instead of... The Good, the good Wife is seven yeah. seasons of 22 episodes. Yeah, but I wasn't... And it's really... F- it's really fast-paced, <laughs> and it's really good writing. Well, it wasn't like fast-paced procedural. there's an occasional fire. Well, see, that's I well, yeah, that's what I was after. I wanted like the drama. I wanted the disaster-esque type situation. You know, the daring rescues. I wasn't so much after just like the procedural mm. aspect of it. Which anyway, is why I've gotten Chicago so fire. far. Well, it's why I've gotten so far into it is because every time the procedural bullshit comes up, I'm like, ew, I'm not watching this. <laughs> And then I do my work <laughs> and then I turn back to the screen when there's a fire. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and I have not missed anything, usually. Not missed anything. Can still keep up with what's going on. Anyway. That is a lot to unpack, I feel like. It's really true. We can move but... on from it now. <laughs> oh, interesting. I mean. Well, I do have. I feel talk- like, um, Sorry. No, you go. I was just going to say, I feel like they're probably going to be doing, um, I reckon within the next year, they'll announce another 911 spinoff. Kane. And another Grey's Anatomy spinoff. Interesting. Because I think Grey's Anatomy is about to end. I think they're gearing up to cancel. Wow. Not to cancel, but to end. Because um, season 18 premiered two days ago. fuck. I mean, Law and Order SVU is on like season 23 or something. Oh my God. That's crazy. The one that's um, it's set in the Chicago universe that they do crossovers. Yeah, with. yeah, they've done a couple of crossovers already. I didn't watch them. I was like, I don't need to. That's on like season twenty three or something. Um, yeah, that's crazy. But no, yeah, Grey's Anatomy season eighteen's just started, and um, Ellen Pompeo has been liking a bunch of tweets and stuff about parallels to season one, like to the pilot episode, basically oh. the premiere of season eighteen to the pilot episode. So it seems like this is most likely the final season. Interesting. Which makes me sad. I kind of wish that they'd just continue it without Meredith. Maybe they will I feel be. like it's one of the few shows that would be able to do it. Does that make sense? It does make sense. I, maybe they, that's what they're going to do. It's not what they're going to do. <laughs> I mean, they've been doing it for 16 years. Like, they can move on. You know? Grey's Anatomy. No, I'm talking, I reckon they'll cancel it. Like, years. they'll end it not cancel, end it, and um, start, like, set up another spinoff to go off that so that it's Station 19 plus this new show. I feel like they should probably just, like, end it. Just close it all off. But it's still good. Finish it. Yeah, Like, but the writing and stuff and the universe is good. Finish, finish in your prime. You don't want people to be like, ew, this oh, show's ha- so bad, and then it gets cancelled, and that's just embarrassing for everyone involved. 
like the well, yeah, that's why I'm saying, like, do a soft reboot with mostly new characters <laughs> without Meredith so that we don't have to deal with Ellen Pompeo, like, not wanting to be on the show anymore. She's not wanted to be on the show since, like, 2011. That's really fair. Why didn't she leave? Money. <laughs> Mood. <laughs> I'd stay on too. She says she does the 10 extra years being on the show and now she never has to work again. Seems like a pretty good deal. To I make. mean, yeah. She makes like a stupid amount of money. Um, yeah, and she gets six months right a year Right, so and everything. Perfect. And she like executive produces any spinoff and stuff. Like it's in her contract. Wow. Um... Ideal. But wow, like, I want that life. Right. And she's practically right. a doctor. So. Practically. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so are we, though. <laughs> Accurate. And firefighters and lawyers. And, and firefighters and lawyers. Yeah. Exactly. And by that logic, we're also like. Astronauts. I was trying to think of another show that we both watched. That <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a show about space. <laughs> We're also priests and paranormal investigators and wow. and skeptics. <laughs> I'm so excited. That's just for evil. evil. <laughs> I want to talk yeah. about evil. Evil's. I truly, Robert and Michelle King, are probably the goats of television. <laughs> Did you say goats or ghosts? Yeah, like greatest of all time. Goat. <laughs> Can't just Although ghosts have made more sense like in this context, and then that's just a thing. Expect that everyone knows what you mean. <laughs> that's a thing. Goat is a thing. Well, Greatest it makes time. sense now you've explained it, but I don't think you can just say, "Oh my god, they're a goat." It's like, what? <laughs> is this a Satan reference? I said the goat of television. <laughs> it's both. It is also a, t- a Satan reference. <laughs> oh, oh fuck. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so they're goats. Well, no, Robert and Michelle King, I don't know how they consistently make incredible television mm. and how they keep it compelling Yeah, and how they, like, not just keep it compelling but keep it relevant. Yeah. Like, socially. Yeah, they're pretty impressive. Societally. That's a, pretty, so that's many a good, good show. Goats. That's a good show. I But they, like, they did The Good Fight. Yeah. The yes. Good Wife. Love that for them. All of them. They're just really fucking good. I agree. Also, Evil Season 2 being transferred to Paramount Plus. There are F words. <laughs> what was it on originally? There is. CBS, CBS or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is network, which means no swearing. But there's swearing now. There's darker themes. There's darker there's themes than what there already is. Female was? and nipple. <laughs> raunchy <laughs> female presenting nipple um who's? well yeah well you know the season one who's uh is it just a side that character? would be a spoiler that would be a spoiler it's in a fantasy sequence it's not love that but i will say the sex scenes themselves even if there is no nudity are like <laughs> they're like Good. <laughs> you know? I do. They're, they're pretty pretty raunchy. Wow. Oh, I'm keen. All right. Um, uh, wait, how many episodes are there now left of the season to air? Two. Okay. How long's the Paramount Plus free trial? Uh, a I week think it's or a only month? Seven or two days. weeks. Oh. 
Yeah. That's dumb. I'm not going to lie, though. There are other things I'm going to watch on there, so I probably could just get There's it. There's a lot of good stuff on there. It's really cheap, isn't it? It's the cheapest with um, Prime. Prime, I think, is $7 a month. Yeah, okay. Or $6.99 or something, and uh, Paramount Plus is $8 or $8.99. Good. Which is still, like, anywhere from 3 to $5 cheaper than... Everything else. What is that? Binge, uh, Netflix, and Disney Plus. And Stan. Stan is pretty cheap, though. Well, it used to only be a flat Stan's rate of 10. Stan's pretty cheap, depending. But it used to... I think it's up to, like, 12 or 13 now. But Netflix is, like, 17 or 18 a month, isn't it? For multiple screens, yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's really yeah. expensive. It is really expensive. And, um... Yeah, it's... I mean, everything's going... Exactly according to plan, how Netflix wanted it. They were mm. pretty much finishing classic, like, live TV, which whatever, R.I.P. will kind of be missed, I guess, whatever. Mm-hmm. But now every fucking network has a streaming network, mm. which just drives up the prices of every other one. Mm. Yeah. And now we're paying, like, $20 a month for a family plan of Netflix. 15 for family plan of uh, Stan, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's actually insane. I'd be, I'm really, we all share um, the streaming networks like around the, Mackenzie pays for some, I pay for some, dad pays for some, which like really relieves the pressure. But even yeah, so, yeah. I still pay for like two or three myself. And it's, it's like $30 a month. Like that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, we do the exact same. I, I pay for probably, I think two or three. Yeah. Three? Yeah. And then my parents pay for three and then my sister pays for a couple as well. Yeah. So many. So many. So many. So many. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Anyway, speaking of us making fun of streaming services, let's talk about all of the stuff we watched on them. Yeah, okay. This week, do you mean? (laughs) Yeah, since our last time. Well, why? Do you have other topics to talk about before we talk about what's been on right I wanted to talk about... Well, I actually had two things to talk about that have happened this week. Okay. <laughs> Go Firstly, this one's just super dramatic and doesn't really matter to anyone outside of Australia. But Gladys, Ms. What's her last name? Beryl Jigian. Beryl Her quitting as premier, fucking the highlight of my year. That's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. And it's also like... She made her own bed. Yeah, it's really true. <laughs> like, if you have a relationship with one of your subordinates when you work in the government, yeah, people are going to find out, no matter yeah. how hard you try to hide it, yep. and people are going to be pissed. Yep. Not just that. And if you allegedly put funds that weren't meant to go to one yeah. of his things, to one of his things... yeah. It's That's really why you don't true. do it. And she really had absolutely no like love from the public at the moment her, with her way she's handled the COVID outbreak. Like everyone fucking hates her. Sorry, but that's not, just well, the truth. Not really. <laughs> unfortunately. Really? A lot I'll of see the right still stand her. Oh. Well, I guess she didn't really, really go get. into a lot of lo- like a hard lockdown so they're all like yeah business yeah. which i'm gonna guess that's yeah anyway um yeah so they were already hating her and now I, honestly when the thing came up 
I was like, oh my God, she really, why is she, she just can't take the pressure of people being upset about COVID. And then I read that she was actually being investigated for corruption. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. What? (laughs) And you know why she had to quit? She didn't have to quit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She said, uh, I think it was like a couple years ago or 12 months ago or whatever. Mm. She said to all of her staff in like a public uh, space, public area, that if anyone was ever investigated by something like the uh, like ICAC, the anti-corruption mm. agency, or anything like that, I would expect them to resign immediately. That's so out of funny. respect for their fellow work workers. That's so funny. That really. <laughs> That's the only reason she had to to resign is because she said that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> she which may I have find been hilarious. Hilarious. Exactly. Truly hilarious. Wow. And like yeah. the actual um the actual announcement, her speech was like she didn't really take much responsibility. No, was like, she, she didn't say like, yeah, what I did was wrong. I I completely deny the ICAC stuff, but what I did was wrong, blah blah blah. She was like, the only reason I'm having to resign right now is because the Labour Party keeps attacking me over this relationship. <laughs> wasn't there this be, I should do impressions <laughs> that was so good wasn't there a whole right? bit where she was like and I just think it's really insensitive of ICAC to be investigating this right now considering everything that's going on yeah and it's like bitch that's what the so fuck funny. have you been doing you've literally been not holding press conferences for COVID every day you've been you just stopped them randomly out of the blue at the peak of the case she numbers did. Like she what? was like oh this doesn't vibe with my aesthetic anymore yeah <laughs> Literally what? Oh, God. Whatever. So funny. So funny. So and wild. Good riddance. I, you know, I actually did read this week that apparently there hasn't been a Liberal Premier stay for their whole term since 2003 in New South Wales, which is crazy. Wild. Right? Because they keep getting... <laughs> yeah, ejected. Uh, busted for corruption stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't read that far. I just read that statistic and I was like, lol. <laughs> Wild. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we have more prime ministers than that's years. Than we know what to do with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. Wild. Truly. Truly yeah. wild. The other um, important thing that happened this week that I was going to bring up was Jamie Spears being suspended from the conservatorship. I know. So it's that so was for very Brittany. exciting. That was very exciting, yeah. I, yeah, no, that was really, really, really just great to be H. Yeah, I feel it was like a, um, I don't know what exactly, well, I don't know what was going on. Was there, was it this just an ongoing case or was there something separate that happened? Was she, well, I don't know. I don't really Yeah, no, know. this is the ongoing case. This was just the, um, the decision making. I can't think of the right word. This was the, um, they were announcing the outcome after all these months of the, the conservatorship one. Right, basically. I see. Which is why Brittany didn't have to be there and stuff. Um, okay, that makes sense. And basically, yeah, they announced that Jamie has to resign immediately. Wow. Uh, and they put in a temporary one, but they fully expect the conservatorship to be completely gotten rid of in November. That's so exciting. Uh, it is exciting. That's great. Wow. Wow. Imagine this. Mm. Well, yeah. Mm. And I'm, I'm, no, you go. No. I was just going to say, it's like <laughs> exciting that all of the stuff she's been holding off on 
mm. until the conservatorship was ended, like her marriage and yeah. having more kids and releasing more music and recording and stuff. She can all, she can, I don't know, start to exp- like actually live her life now. Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome. It's um, Nick and I, we were saying the other day that. Yeah. About how we felt like, um, so I brought up the new Netflix documentary. I don't know if you, did you watch it? I didn't. No, yeah, no, me either. We were saying that like, it definitely was starting to feel a little bit exploitative, like all of these documentaries and stuff. Um, But also like, I definitely stand by that. But also it's really, it's kind of nice to think that like, you know, from a few because you know Britney for the longest time obviously because of the conservatorship had to deny that there was anything wrong and she was pretty yeah. consistently saying you know everything's fine it's all good you know I'm I'm fine blah 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 but it's kind of really nice to think that like you know from a couple documentaries and you know fans like being like no this mm. doesn't seem right this has all kind of been able to happen yeah it's um, truly yeah, yeah. truly it is kind of wild how it um, evolved from. Yeah. What was it? I think that the two girls started a podcast about yeah. her Instagram and what the captions <laughs> yeah. meant. Yeah. Which is iconic. Um, Truly. Yeah. I don't know. Speaking of her Instagram, she posts a lot of nudity. <laughs> she does now. <laughs> she like straight up had her coochie out the other day. I didn't see that one. That's so funny. Really? <laughs> yeah. It was like her entire coochie with like a little a little uh, emoji over it. That is so funny. I am looking it up right now. It was a lot to unpack. Um, Brittany <laughs> Spears. Oh, yes. <laughs> she really did. My favorite thing about those photos was in the caption, like, in the caption, she was like, P.S., no photo edits, the tub curves with some laughing emojis. And it's like, Queen, no one does it. We all know you edited those photos. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that's that's so funny how, like, self-aware. And I say we all know because literally every photo, the tub is curved in a different place depending on where she's standing. Um, yeah. Which is, it, again, it's just so funny. I'm like... But, I love that self-awareness. <laughs> yeah, I don't think people give Brittany enough credit for being, for like, how self-aware she actually is. Yeah, it's really true. <laughs> and I feel like she kind of always has been like that, but I don't know, people just don't give her enough credit. Yeah, yeah, well, yes, it's true. That's that on that, sis. That on that. Yeah, so that's that's the only things I can remember happening. It's been a few weeks since we've really had a pop culture catch-up, but I can't think of anything else that's Although, wait, one more thing about the Brittany thing is... I tried to, like, kind of briefly explain to you what the Netflix documentaries thing was. Yeah. That made it iconic. And it's purely that, um, basically, from the trial the other month, like, three months ago, uh, there was no uh, live recording to be released. There was no recordings to be released, and they weren't allowed to release them, but they got leaked, the audio recordings. Yeah, Um, I feel like I vaguely remember listening to one where she was talking about how she wanted to sue her family for conservatorship abuse. Was that part of that? That was written statements, which were allowed. That was written statements, which were allowed. But no, these audios were leaked. And this documentary person, the director of the documentary, who had been working on this documentary, to be fair, for like two full years um, Mm. before it got released, she got a hold of them 
And she was like, hey, Netflix, you know how you're like billionaires? Do <laughs> and you they were care like, yeah. if we... Yeah. And they were like, yeah. Then she was like, do you mind if we, you know, put these leaked recordings in the documentary, even though you're going to get fined for it because it's we're not meant to have them? And they're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> do it. Okay. <laughs> do it. So they did. <laughs> Just write it to the budget. I was like, well, who says billionaires don't give back? <laughs> this is their tax. <laughs> this is their tax, exactly. <laughs> so stupid. Oh, God. Um, okay, actually, wait. Okay, wait. Speaking of Netflix, okay. they've been on kind of a roll with their content lately. Have they? One, the new Jake Gyllenhaal movie, The Guilty, came out on Friday. Yeah, I watched 40 minutes of it and was like, I can't watch anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Oh, see, I feel like it's because, I, I, I don't know, it was like 30 or 40 minutes. I think it's because it spent that long to kind of have any real action that I was like. That's the point. <laughs> I don't vibe with that. <laughs> oh my god but the plot twists and stuff are really good at the end i'm not gonna lie i just read the plot on wikipedia so i know what happens <laughs> after i was like i'm not sure about this and to be fair reading it on wikipedia was almost enough for me to be like hmm maybe i should watch it but then i didn't <laughs> you're an idiot um <laughs> well it's actually like a remake of like a swedish film or something from 2018 um, yeah yeah, and I remember reading the plot for that movie mm. ages ago. Um, and I think they changed, they actually did change a couple plot points with the twist specifically. Love that. Um, but otherwise, I think it was pretty much just a carbon copy of the original. Mm, as they usually are. As they usually <laughs> Anyway, that's that on that. I quite enjoyed yeah. it. Um, I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal, that's the whole reason I watched it. I was like, I love that boy. He's an amazing actor. Um, and he, he did, is, yeah. who's doing a spectacular job from what I saw. Yeah. The thing is, though, he's not going to get nominated for any awards for it because it wasn't released in cinemas for yeah. three weeks or whatever the line yeah. is. Yeah. I think that's going to be in December. Unless they do re-release it at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. they might re-release it at the end of the year. I don't mm. know. But um, interesting. Mm. Uh, what else was released? Okay. <coughs> Wait, there's two more I need to talk about, but I can't decide which one to do first. Okay, let's quickly talk about Squid Game. Okay. Do you know about Squid Game? No. Do people Uh, dress up as Squidward? No, I don't know about Squid Game. (laughs) (laughs) What? It's literally the biggest show in the world. Oh, I've never heard of it. (laughs) Oh my God, you are, it's the, oh my God, it's. It's called Squid Game. It's South Korean. Is it on Netflix? It's on Netflix. It's like eight episodes or nine episodes. Oh, I don't know why it wouldn't have come up on my page. Maybe it did. I don't know. What do you mean come up on your page? It's been trending on every social media app endlessly for the past two weeks. I've only been on Instagram and I only just post It's literally those. on the news every day. I don't watch the About news. how massive it is. No. It's literally... By, like, the end of this month, it's going to be the most watched thing ever on Netflix. Really? I just read a list of the It's number one in every single things. country. Wow. No. And it's going to overtake Bridgerton and stuff, yeah. Um, also, how wild is it Bridgerton was, like, the third most watched thing of all time on Netflix? It was the first. 
was it the first? Yeah, it was the f- it was the first by um the amount of people who had watched at least two minutes of it. But I think it was like the second or third in terms of like actual cumulative cumulative hours watched. Uh, oh yeah, I was looking game. at the cumulative hours. Uh yeah no oh no definitely had not seen anything. Hundreds of cash strapped players accept a strange invitation to compete in children's games inside attempting prize awaits with deadly high stakes. That sounds interesting. It's good. I watched the first two so far. Wow. Um, Top 10 of Australia. The first game. episode takes a little too long to get to the point. Yeah. But once it does, it picks up like a lot. Um, mm. Keen. And it's really good. And it's cool and fun. And yeah, it's like the Hunger Games-esque. Wow. Love that. Love the I Hunger guess, Games. Which I guess in turn means Battle Royale-esque. Mm. Which is Japanese. Japanese movie. Anyway. Um, Squid Game. Yeah, it's actually, it's really good. And biggest show of all time ever, I guess. <laughs> but not to me. <laughs> and you hadn't heard of it. <laughs> does like, does sometimes you like talk to me and you're like, I think she actually lives under a rock. I actually do think you're Patrick Star. <laughs> sometimes I surprise myself. I genuinely, <laughs> genuinely would never have known what you were talking about if that we hadn't so discussed crazy. it right now. Like, I would just would have. It's just literally never being known. talked about every day on the news for how big it is. It's the entire cast is like on Jimmy Fallon and shit. Like. Who watches Jimmy Fallon? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, people. Jimmy I mean, Fallon? I, I, I sometimes do. Yeah, no, I just go, I just go down my. Um, Oh, mm, well, mm, it's all over it's, Netflix. It's all over, I mean, it's all over Tumblr. It's all over Instagram. It's all over Twitter. It's no, literally number one I haven't on the on Netflix Tumblr charts in Twitter. every single country. Mm, I don't look at those. You are a loose cannon. Well, usually they're just like shit. Killing Booth 3 was number one for like five days. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but that's just because you watched it so many times. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Anyway, Squid Game, and you are living under a rock. That squid is Squid Game. Okay, well, good to know. Entire story. No Squidward. Um, no. No Squidward. That's unfortunate. I was really hoping that's what it was going to be when you said it, but sorry. <laughs> okay, well, pitch it. Squid Game American remake with featuring Squidward the squid, the octopus. Uh, okay, I will. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What was the other Stupid. show you were going to talk about that I also probably the other one was. Heard? Midnight Mass. Yeah, no, nothing. I've... Okay, well, it's by um, Mike Flanagan, who's the creator, writer, director of uh, The Haunting of Hill House, The Haunting of Bly Manor, okay. Oculus, um, Hush. Really Hush. great movies and TV shows. But, okay, Midnight Mass, when I tell you, you have to watch it. <laughs> you have to watch it. Well, what's it about? It's like seven episodes. You know that it's means like, nothing to me. It's also like every episode's at least 60 minutes. It's wild. But it's a miniseries. So once you're done with it, you're done with it forever. Right. But what's it about? I don't <laughs> want to spoil it. <laughs> Fine. I'll just look at it myself. So basically. No, no, no. Don't, don't, no, no, no. Don't. Do not spoil it. This is the one thing I don't want you to spoil because no, episode I'm three. Just on Netflix. Oh, like they'll Episode give me a little... three is when the plot actually unveils itself. Right. And it's Midnight. everything. 
Well, it's it everything I didn't know I wanted. It's everything I did want it. Okay, this is my thing. The arrival okay, of so. a charismatic young priest brings glorious miracles, ominous mysteries, and renewed religious fervor to a dying town desperate to believe. Mm, that doesn't sound very interesting. It's not that like that. <laughs> it's. Ugh. Well, it does. Netflix <laughs> is saying it's a ninety-eight percent match with my tastes, and it's mm, really fucking good. Not that they would. And I'll tell it, you what. It's not that it's not horror. I wouldn't call it horror mm. because it doesn't. It has the horror themes, but it's not like actually scary. Right? Is that is it like a ghost? Like thing? I think in total, there's like a few jump scares. I've only I've only watched up to the end of episode three, and the end of that episode three truly blew my mind in the most amazing way. And it so went to a place I didn't that. think it was gonna go, and then it went there. So you no, say that, tr- but then me. you haven't watched episode four. I don't understand you. How can you get to an ep- the end of an episode and be like, oh my God, wow, that was amazing. And then be like, okay, I'm going to go to bed now. What? That's, this is how I watched three I did seasons stay in a week up. and a half. <laughs> I did nearly stay up and watch episode four, but I had to catch up on Drag Race UK three. So yeah, priorities. Unrelatable. I knew I was going to get spoiled for Drag Race, but Midnight Mass, I could avoid spoilers. But um. Fair, that's fair. It's so, so fucking good. It's so well written and it's so atmospherically amazing and the acting is incredible and it truly goes where you don't think it's going to (laughs) go. It's amazing. Okay. It's everything. Okay, She is the moment. Okay? Is it? You follow? You're going to do it? You got to do it. Mm, Maybe. At least get to the end of episode three. Okay, fine. I can... (laughs) Chef's kiss. <laughs> okay, whatever you say, buddy. It's I can't I don't I can't tell you why you're gonna love it because it would be a spoiler. Oh, fine. Okay. All right. Okay. You're okay. All right. Fine. I'll watch. The and first I say this to everyone when I have the podcaster in this evening. I'll okay. put it on. Well, so in an hour, I'll tell you now the jump scares. <laughs> no. No, it's just okay. There's the main character that you're with from the beginning. Um. <sighs> Every time he lays down in bed, there's quote unquote jump scare. It's mm-hmm. like basically just a, a thing from his past flashes on screen. It's abrupt. It's not that scary. Um, and that's pretty much it really for jump scares. But <laughs> the genius of this show is that mm-hmm. the trailers and stuff give away nothing. Love that. Like they're really intriguing, but they give away nothing of the actual plot. Okay. So even though I watch all the trailers and shit, I was still shooketh. Capital S. <laughs> Capital F. Okay? Okay. Watch Midnight Mass. Okay. Do it, bitch. Okay. I'll try. Oh, that's the other elephant in the room is that I had all of this stuff to post on the Instagram and stuff during the week and then I completely forgot. Well, that's really fair. I also was going to actually post something to the Instagram this week and then I went to log in and it was a whole schmozzle and then I didn't get to log in and I didn't post anything. Why what weren't you going to post? Uh, it was just going to be to the stories. I was a little. <laughs> it was actually a text conversation between you and I. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I remember being. <laughs> it was very funny. You're allowed to post on it. Just post on it. Just do it. No, I like. Maggie. I genuinely couldn't log in. Why? It's. I gave you the stuff. It worked. Yeah, for I me. know. I yeah, I know. I, but it like when it when I'd put I'd put it in properly, and then it was like, you have to wait for authorization from a device that's already logged in. I was like, well, I'm not going to text Nick and see what his things came up with so yeah 
Just log in on Safari, not on the app. That's what I would do if I were you. Okay. Babe. Well, maybe anyway. actually I'll just do it this afternoon now that we're talking. <laughs> Let's keep going. Have you watched anything else? Yeah, a movie called The Core. <laughs> okay, go. Talk the about greatest it. movie of all time. <laughs> I hate you. What's it on? Netflix. Okay, I thought you were going to say Prime Video. No, it's from Netflix. Uh, it's a 2003 movie. Mm-hmm. And the <laughs> is it a B movie? Well, it's got Hilary Swank in it. Um, yeah, I know. Oh my god, I know. So it's I think it was like actually like a full on blockbuster of its time. It's a disaster movie, obviously, and it is <laughs> obviously <laughs> the Earth's core <laughs> stops spinning. <laughs> <laughs> and it starts what? to mess with the <laughs> with the electromagnetic field around the Earth, right. <laughs> meaning that like <laughs> birds can't navigate, and I don't know, like there's other weird things until eventually there's like so much static electricity on the Earth, and there's like solar winds. Anyway, and so this team of scientists have to drill down to the center of the Earth um. to get the core spinning again. How? <laughs> I don't really know. Like, they built a ship and they built this laser that would, like, go through the earth. Yeah. it was. How did they get it spinning again? They set off five nuclear bombs. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's down there, the inertia of the, um, the shock waves. <laughs> Got the core spinning again. But don't the shock waves go equally in every direction? Yeah, well, they end up having to do it at, like, different spots around the core so that it would start, like, a swirling motion. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, I did that in the pool when I was a kid. I would just do this with my <laughs> finger and twirl it around and it would create a vortex, so. Yeah, that's basically, that's basically what they did. Oh, my God, Nick, you've never seen a movie like it. It's the special <laughs> effects were I believe genuinely you. <laughs> worse than Once Upon a Time. Like... How? They were, I know, they were so bad. And this is 2003, so it's like, you know, they're not obviously generally great, but we're still talking like Jurassic Park's already happened and that had great special effects, you know. Lord of the Rings. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, it, wow, it was a lot. Like, there's not really much more to the plot than what I've already said. Um, <laughs> but it was, yeah, is, no. Does, does, like, Hilary Swank's character have, like, family home issues? No, she's an astronaut. and um, What? And she, she's an astronaut. <laughs> and at the beginning of the movie, they're, like, trying to land their space shuttle back on Earth, but their navigational, like, equipment goes all haywire because of the gravitational anomalies associated with the, <laughs> the core stuff. I know I'm using a lot of big words here. Anyway, and then they, like, like accidentally crash. Right, exactly. And then they accidentally crash into downtown LA, which is fucking hilarious. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And then she becomes the pilot of the Earth submarine. Right. Yeah. I preferred Godzilla versus Kong's take on it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, same, honestly. I haven't even seen that movie. (laughs) Oh god, it was. Oh, so you still not seen that? Funny. No, I haven't. Yeah, Wait, I want to. They do the whole it's... Hollow Earth thing. 
Yeah, well, no, I've seen the first two, so I know about that, but. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. yeah. Fun. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, I guess I have to watch the core. <laughs> you will actually hate every hate second it. of it. Yeah. Like, genuinely, it was terrible. But also, it was a masterpiece. Like, I think I might <laughs> say it was a better movie than Twilight, which is, like, blasphemous, but maybe true. I know. I know. I... We're done with this podcast now. Bye. <laughs> I I won't stand the for this Renee's May slander. Okay. <laughs> oh wait, no. The best part is <laughs> the reason why. So, like for three quarters of the movie, there's it's a whole big mystery about why the Earth's core stops spinning because they're like that does mm-hmm. that doesn't just happen, and it turns out it's. Literally, because this is set in 2003 as well, I'm pretty sure. Mm. And they don't make any hint that it's set before then. But they're literally still talking about the Cold War. And they're like, oh, we were really worried. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, We were really worried that the Soviets (coughs) were going to create this, had created this machine that can make earthquakes. And so they America built one themselves and then it accidentally was like too powerful or something and it reached down into the core and that's what stopped it from spinning. Uh, so fucking funny. What? So, Stanley Tucci was in it as well, just by the by. Oh my God, King. Wild. Truly. I have so many questions about it though. Yeah, please feel free. Hit them. It's my favorite movie of all time now. It's no, because then when I think about them, I don't actually have questions. <laughs> It's like Honestly, the one science... big question, which is why does this movie exist? Oh, the ultimate question. I'm not going to lie. The ultimate question. It's genuinely like they were like, okay, disaster movies are in right now, but they've we've already done all concepts that have ever existed. So what are we going to do? And then they were like, hmm, the Earth's core stops spinning. And then everyone was like, and that perfect. was in 2003. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway. So it was a lot. Wig. It was a lot. Um, I'm so glad you're spending your time wisely by watching Chicago fire in the core. Thank you. Me too. Oh, good. I'm glad we're <laughs> on the same page. <laughs> Uh, okay. I mean, to be fair, when I started the movie, I actually had high hopes for it. Within two minutes, I was like, oh, okay. I know what's happening It's one of those here. movies. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I follow. Yeah. Okay. Let's quickly, let's quickly. Have you watched anything else or? No. Okay. I, well, I started Foundation, the new Apple TV sci-fi series. Right. Is that the one where the dude is like... Something, something, end of the world, space war. I know how the world's going to end. Kind of. Yeah. Basically, Foundation's about, like, um, Harry Seldon, this guy, the scientist, mathematician dude who mm-hmm. can predict the future by using numbers and shit. Yeah, okay, yep, I've seen um, ads for it. Yeah, and he's like, the world's going to end in a thousand years, and we can't do anything to stop it, so the best thing we can do is create a foundation on the outskirts of the universe for uh, a new civilization. And basically, I guess, I mean, a lot I've... of the plot is about them, like, trying to find and decide on the best pieces of each planet and each culture to preserve in this foundation. 
I mean, I personally feel like if it's in a thousand years, they should have just been like, okay, everyone has to stop procreating in 800 years and then it would have been fine. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's, I think it was like, it's like an unavoidable, it's not overpopulation or anything because the universe dies. Yeah. Oh, the universe dies. That's why only the outskirts of the universe can survive. Interesting. Mm. Weird. No, it's actually quite slow. But um, <laughs> but Lee Pace is in it, and Lee Pace in his um like emperor outfit could literally snap my neck. Wow! And I thank him. <laughs> There's some really good concepts in it. It's based on a novel by Isaac Asimov. Mm. Um, and there's some good concepts in it, but, um, for example, like the emperor character, Mm -hmm. uh, is a clone Mm. of this emperor from like a hundred years ago or a thousand years ago, whatever that, um, he thought he was so good that I'll just keep cloning myself until to keep the peace and to keep things going. That's iconic. So they create clones of him as a kid, as a middle-aged, late 30s, early 40s man mm-hmm. and as an old guy. Mm-hmm. And between the three of them, they're meant to have the full breadth of like perspective and knowledge and shit to make rulings. But really, they're just tyrannical dictators. That does generally happen. Yeah. So that's that's <laughs> like the entire plot. And honestly, nothing happens in the first two episodes, but in total, they go for like two and a half hours. Ugh, yuck. Yeah. That's anyway, the lost long. symbol on Paramount Plus. Oh yeah, keen for that. It's really, really good. How many episodes are out of that? Three. Whack. Probably gonna be eight or ten. Interesting. I'm not sure how many, but it's really good, and I like. I've been wanting more like treasure hunter, national treasury, Dan Brownie content. Fair. And they said, "Here, have this," <laughs> and I said, "Thank you." This is made for you, Nicholas. It was made for me. <laughs> um, I haven't even read the Dan Brown books and stuff, though, TBH. But I think you said this is the third one, didn't you? The third book, yeah. Yep. In the Da Vinci Code series. Yes. But Da Vinci Code is not the first one, right? Um, didn't they no. do the movies in the wrong order? Yeah, they did. Angels and Demons was the first book, I think, that came out. I think it was 2000. And then, and then the Da Vinci the Code? Da Vinci Code came out like 2003 and then this book came out like I think it was 2008, 2009 and then Inferno came out 2013. And then there's another one? No, that's just those four. No, there's... It's called like Origin? Uh, uh, no, I don't think... That might be part of the series but I don't think so. I think that's just a standalone book by Dan Brown that also is the same genre. Oh. <laughs> anyway this specific one i get i i don't get they must have wanted to set all three films in the series in europe because from what i gathered from the description of the book it's set in washington dc interesting as the show is but the show is like fast-paced and it's good and i'm assuming they take liberties and stuff and it's it's fun love that love that i do i really quite like the first two books um the first two movies sorry Inferno sucked, but um, the first two movies were really good and the books were really good too. So keen for that. See, I haven't even really seen the movies properly. They're really good. 
that's what I say. Everyone always says how great the movies, like the first two movies are, but then you go online and they have like 20% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like oh. critics hated them. Really? No, they were fun. Yeah. They were like National Treasure, but a bit more serious. But like, not, they weren't yeah. so serious that you were like, oh, it's taking itself seriously. And this, like, it was like, it committed. Into, yeah. Like, it yeah, was serious, yeah. but it committed to that and it pulled it off. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, they were good. Interesting. I should give them a rewatch then. You should. I agree. Cute, fun, fresh. <laughs> Did you see they're making a TV show, a Pitch Perfect show? Oh. No, Starring Bumper, Adam Devine's character. Oh. And I'm like, one, out of all the characters, why him? And two. No. Why? Oh, you know what else I watched? What? Free Guy. And the reason I've remembered that is Oh, that's right. We watched that, yeah. The guy who was in it, the side character guy, he was in Pitch Perfect. The Which Indian man. Guy? Oh, yeah. Bumper's yeah. friend, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I follow. Um, that's that's how that do, connection. Do you kind of made. think that they like woefully miscast Taika Waititi? Uh, I wouldn't say miscast, but I was a bit like, why is he here as an actor? <laughs> you know, off. Like he's like he's not a bad actor, but I I mostly picture him as someone who like vaguely just acts a comedic role in movies that he's actually a part of making. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it was a bit weird for Did him you to watch not Jojo have Rabbit? involved at all. No, I haven't. See, in one sad. of those kind of roles, I know what you mean. It, It's pretty sad. Um, It makes sense. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah, in Free Guy, I feel like they couldn't decide if he was meant to be comedic relief or the villain. And, like, they could have done both, like a lot of Disney movies and shit do, but... I don't know. I just don't think the delivery was there. That's fair. It was a bit, it wavered a couple of times, I feel like, but I think that's just because he's not a very strong actor. Because that's not yeah, what maybe. he's, that's not what he's trained to do. I mean, maybe he is, but I don't actually know much about anyway. him. Anyway. <laughs> fair. Um, yeah. yeah, no, free guy. I enjoyed that movie. Uh, better than I expected it to be. Yeah, I agree. It was kind of like Jumanji. You didn't watch Jumanji, did you? Yeah. Oh, did you? Whack. Yeah. You know, like it's like both. one of those things where you go in and you're like, oh, I'm not expecting much That's from better. this movie. It seems stupid. And then you come out of it and yeah. you're like, they fucking went off. <laughs> yeah, better than it had any right to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And I'll watch anything that Jodie Comer's in, so. Fair. Fair. Very fair. No, but it was very... Also, it was cool. I... Minor spoiler alert, but I stand any movie that tricks straight cis men into seeing it, thinking it's an action movie, and then it just turns out to be a rom-com. It was such a rom-com. That's what we call iconic. Accurate. Mackenzie the international the implications end. that has. <laughs> um, yeah, Mackenzie, he didn't really watch most of it because he went to bed earlier than I did on the night where I watched the first half, and then he just kind of came in for the last 10 minutes and then <laughs> at the end and then we were watching it together and the bit where they're like the guy and the girl are like crossing the road to like kiss Mackenzie was like are they gonna get hit by a car and I was like oh, right I don't think so and he was like but like 
are they? And I was like, well, I don't think it's that kind of movie, but I mean, maybe it's been unpredictable up until now. And he was like, I think that's (laughs) what we're about to watch. It wasn't, obviously. And then we were like, when it happened, when the um, like the the parallel happened with Ryan Reynolds and his friend, we were like, okay, now is it going to happen? (laughs) Yeah, and then they still didn't. Still didn't. We also were like, wait, is there going to be a gay kiss here? Because that would be perfect. And then there wasn't. True. Well, that's the parallel we were really hoping for. <laughs> I agree. I'm with you on that one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Better than it had any right to be. Yep. Agreed. That's that on that, I guess. That is that on that. We probably should start It'll wrapping probably up. probably spawn like 20 spinoffs and sequels and shit. Oh, or yeah. It probably will now. Ugh. Can't um, just let us enjoy a one once off. Yeah. Right. Agreed. Okay. Wait, okay. <laughs> it's 3.22. The only other piece of real news that I'm going to say is that um, ScarJo and Disney, ScarJo Johansson and Disney came to an agreement. Oh, did they? Apparently she got paid like, yeah, she got paid off like 40 million. Wild. You mean and, um, she got like to settle, she got paid 40 million on top of the money she got as her cut? Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Yes. And um, for breaching the contract and... um. they've signed her on to a movie based on the Disney ride Tower of Terror. Wow. So that's that. Did you see Jungle Cruise? Yeah, I told you about it. Oh, that's right. On this very pod. Oh, (laughs) wild. I was just going to say that movie was not as good as I expected it to be. Like, it was fine. But I definitely expected it to be as good as Jumanji just because The Rock was in it, and then it wasn't. (laughs) Uh, See, that was your problem. I went in with low expectations. Yeah, that was my problem. So I came out and I was like, that was fun. That was the Pirates of the Caribbean adventure movie. Mm. But lighter. (laughs) More upbeat. (laughs) Pretty upbeat. It was pretty upbeat. Yeah, it was – I mean, it was fine. Emily Blunt's really hot, so, like, that really got me through. But – Tea. That's the tea. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Um, so you are the iron that connection only came because of the Tower of Terror ride thing, which is really weird. I don't, you know, you're, they're scraping the bottom of the barrel and they're like, we'll just base this off of a ride. Well, they're also redoing the Haunted Mansion movie, which is based on the ride. Oh, uh, I don't know what else is based on rides. I don't understand. Like Me they don't. I j- it's Disney, so I feel like automatically, no matter what the movie is about people will go and see a Disney action movie. You know, they don't need to base it off of a ride. Just get some fucking 18-year-old university student from Tumblr because they always have great ideas <laughs> and just yeah. just do that. Like, I, you don't need to base things off of rides. I don't understand. Disney. Yeah, I think it's thinking? like purely, I think it's purely um, so that they can uh, add movie merch to the Disney parks, really. That's disgusting. Outside each of these rides, and that's pretty much it, probably. But whatever. Um, I hate okay, them. Okay, well, let's let's <laughs> let's wrap it up. Okay. Shall we? Yeah, I actually uh, have a what the fuck this week. Oh my god! <laughs> There's a whole story attached and everything. Okay. Well, my what the fuck of the week this week, Maddie, mm-hmm. is that. There was some news this week that broke that really shook me to my core. Did it? 
Yeah, it really, it went deep. It ruined my soul. It mm. tore everything out of me that I, every will to live that I had. And that Sounds is that really the Willy bad. Wonka prequel movie called Wonka starring Ch- Timothy Chalamet as Willy Wonka actually exists. Like, they're actually making it? Like, I thought it was a joke. <laughs> I thought it was, like, a fake headline on Twitter that, like, went viral for being a meme. But no, it turns out it's real. And they fucking, they've cast Olivia Coleman, Rowan Atkinson, Stop. and How- Sally Hawkins. All these people are, like, Oscar winners or nom- Oscar nominated. And I'm like, why? How is this I- a real movie starring Timothy Chalamet as Willy Wonka in a prequel movie? I can see Timothy Chalamet as Willy Wonka. I'm not going to lie. Like, I can visualize that. But how are they getting this cast, and why does it exist? Why? Mm, that's good. These are good questions. Who's making it? I don't know who did the original Willy Wonka. Is it Disney? Because if it's Disney, the, how are they getting their actors is by paying for the extortionate amounts. I have no idea. <laughs> Fair. Fair. I don't know who, which studio's making it. I think Universal. But, um... Oh. Netflix did just buy all of the rights to the um, Roald Dahl library. Interesting. So that they're, <laughs> they're doing a prequel series about the Oompa Loompas or something or other. Oh my god. <laughs> I just need someone to buy the rights to the Chronicles of Narnia and get a, a long anthology series that leads up to an Avengers-like climax of the last two books or book or whatever. That's all I need, okay? Stop buying every other property. Stop buying the Lord of the Rings TV show rights to set a TV show a thousand years before the movies. Like, what? Oh, yuck. That's Prime. They just committed to the most expensive series ever made. Really? That was yeah. a, not a good investment. T. Anyway, what's your mm-hmm. what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, mine's a bit more grounded in reality. Um, right. And Unlike it's a personal... the Willy Wonka prequel movie. Exactly. <laughs> and it's a story about something that happened to me this morning. So I'm not going to actually say what the what the fuck is until the end because Neil has said I'll start the story, which is yesterday Mackenzie, mum mm-hmm. and dad went away, but they left Nigel with me. I promise the what the fuck Wild. is not Nigel. He's just a key Good. part of the story. <laughs> <laughs> so he obviously, he doesn't, he, Nigel likes me, but he doesn't love me enough to be comfortable being left alone with me um oh my god <laughs> so there was multiple mental breakdowns of oh, when's dad coming home i don't like you Wild. madison um to which i just made him shut up and put him on bed and then he was Fair. like oh okay i kind of like him on bed though so we slept <laughs> through the night and usually nigel's morning routine is he will sleep in Mackenzie's room and then mm. at like sometime between about six and seven thirty, he'll jump down and he will go downstairs to mum and dad and he'll jump up on the bed down there, say hello to them, and then mum will wake up and take him outside to the garden and I don't know, they go see the chickens right. together, whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> this Nigel is a gardener. He fucking loves it. Anyway, so this morning I feel like it's worth mentioning that you live in an urban area. You guys just run yeah. a farm out of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's really true. That's true. Well, we were on a 400 <laughs> square meter block. <laughs> it's tiny, but mm. still there's a jungle out back. Anyway, so this morning I'm like, okay, Nigel's on the bed. Usually if he's sleeping on a bed, he will sleep a bit later. 
So I'm like, okay, okay. I want him to sleep as long as possible. And I pick up my phone and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, it's 7.30. This is when Nigel starts to get up. He gets a bit agitated. He can sleep. He stays on the bed until 7.45. And then I'm like, okay, fine. We'll go down. We went downstairs. He went to, he got cried at the door of mum and dad's room. And I was like, they're not here. Let him in. He went and saw it. Blah, blah, blah. We went and saw the chickens, came back upstairs, went to bed. I stayed in bed for another, a little while actually. It was 10.30. And then I go about my business <laughs> and Nigel had to come to the studio. But I was like, oh, I'm going to go to McDonald's. I want some chips. And at, at this point, it was about quarter past 11 when we went to McDonald's. And we got there okay. and I got my chips. And as I was like at the um, <laughs> at the ordering screen, I saw that they still had breakfast food. And I was like, this is, do you know where this story is going yet? It's really weird, isn't it? <laughs> No, I'm not following. Yeah, that's really bad. They still had breakfast food up and I was like, oh, that's super weird. It's quarter past 11. I got my food. I'm driving to the studio and I happened to glance at the clock in my car and it said 10.15. I was like, no, that doesn't make any sense. It's quarter past 11. Um, And then I realized daylight savings started today. In New South Wales, Was and my phone, set phone to automatically set to daylight savings <laughs> time. Yeah, so all morning I've been like, "Oh my god, Nigel, you're such a good boy. You've stayed in bed until seven six thirty. He was awake. <laughs> I was awake at six thirty, <laughs> out of the house. Oh god. Anyway, my yeah. what the fuck is? Firstly, daylight savings. Secondly, why the fuck did my phone automatically change? <laughs> so. Yeah, that was a really long story just to get to that, but I felt like I really needed to I add to the confusion. Fair. That's what it I was what, the what I went through. You. Exactly. I agree. My yeah. your yes, what the fuck of the week? What the fuck daylight savings? I full-heartedly agree. And yeah. I guess I, I mean, I guess you're lucky you didn't have like any meetings or anything. Yeah, I've literally. Well, I was well, like Although better than the other way around. You could have yeah. been like late to everything instead of early to everything. It's really true. It's really true. Yeah. So I like I was like ordering chips from McDonald's at quarter past ten in the morning. I'm sure they were all <laughs> like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and I'm like looking at find my friends because Mum and Dad and Mackenzie were said they were like, "Oh, we're going to be back my bid by midday," but it's a two hour drive. Mm. So I'm looking at my phone. I'm like, "It's eleven o'clock. Why haven't they left yet?" They Iconic. didn't need to. So yeah. Anyway. <laughs> There was just a lot of confusion this morning and daylight savings is ruining my life even though we don't even have it. <laughs> That's the kicker. We don't have it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I Yeah, look, I still don't understand daylight savings. I get it's for the farmers and shit, but like why? Doesn't make any sense. I don't think Anyway. Me. So yeah, that's Wonderful. my story of today. It was a good what the fuck of the week, bro. Thank I... You. I think we got through a lot this week. I think we, we did a big culture catch-up that we needed to do. We did, I feel like. And we learned that I'm a Fruit Loop in terms of yes. not knowing anything that's ever going on. This is true. How, I still, I'm in shock that you didn't know about Squid Game. <laughs> but then again, I didn't know about the movie The Core, so who am I to talk? And that is a you know? culture staple. <laughs> Of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> oh, um, all right. Oh, we'll cute, go to Maddie. Our well, then, media. okay. Well, what are your socials? Yeah. Uh, Lady Alice 101 on Instagram, TikTok, mm-hmm. Twitter, mm-hmm. YouTube. Mm-hmm. Nicholas, what are the pods? Uh, if you want to follow the pod, you can at WTFIH. 
yes podcast mm-hmm. on Instagram, and I guess Twitter. <laughs> I haven't really <laughs> have updated to. it in our ages. <laughs> um, and if you want to watch the audio, uh, the video version, mm-hmm. that's on YouTube. Just search WTF is happening the podcast, or just like click any of the fucking links below. There's so mm. many. There's also <laughs> going to be links to the stuff we talked about. Um, in the app. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can at NIC underscore sushi or TikTok. Or TikTok. TikTok is also a thing that exists, which I forget about. Which you uh, are fairly successful on, in my humble opinion. I just don't understand the algorithm because all of a sudden <laughs> that Sharpe video has got another like 200,000 views. Stop. Really? Are you almost at a like million? A full month and a, like a full month and a half after it went to 600,000 views. That's like, crazy. What? What's your thing, Nick Sushi? Where yeah, it's at like 850,000. That's, oh my I, God, that's so funny. Wow. I, and that was like from like over a month ago. I don't follow it, whatever. I um, love it. That's wild. Other what the fuck of the week Truly. is the TikTok, what they push to people, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Truth. That's it. Okay. How do we wrap up? Thank you very much for... For listening. Much for listening. To <laughs> what, what the, the fuck, fuck is happening? The podcast. The podcast. Okay, bye. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.